0: usually i record like two or three minutes but like right i also may have not uploaded the last two episodes yet
1: fucking bitch what the hell we gotta get the metrics up that because that's
0: totally what we're going for you Uh, know uh, honestly well like we've also had like some weird weeks yeah we had a week without you we had a week of retro where we had releases but we didn't listen to them so we made it Mm -hmm. retro and then this week is like a catch-up week with some new stuff
1: yeah (laughs) But without singles, because...
0: Yeah, but I, I would rather talk about the stuff that we're actually going to talk about. Yeah, I, I would um, too.
1: Like...
0: Hello, and welcome to the How to Survive a Breakdown podcast. My name is Evan, and I am joined by my co-host, Parker. Yo. And we are up to episode 15. Even though, in terms of scheduling, the the last two episodes are really late. Because yeah. I, may or may not, have completely forgotten to edit those fucking episodes. You so, fucking yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, this is our catch-up week, excluding the singles. We have a few albums that we work on. like
1: singles out. this week. And...
0: Yeah, there, I mean, look, there was an like Enoch I single. Heard. That was cool. Kubla Khan, TX. I have no interest in that band. Um, <laughs> they're hardcore, I, I... and I'm just like, whatever. Yeah. Um this week we have one, two, three, four, five different projects, one EP, four albums. Uh we also want to discuss the ROM hack that we started talking about last week. Uh, because we are actually making progress on Project the ideas for neat. it. Let's go. Um, I'm really surprised that this is actually taking off and that people are actually like willing to help. Um mm-hmm. Actually, not really, to be honest. Um, if Roush gets an idea and he likes it, he'll take it and run with it. Yeah, pretty much. No offense to Roush. He's kind of taking over this project. But, you know, that's another thing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the, he he has the technical know-how to, yes. to be able and to And I really...
0: completely respect that. And I'm you... glad that he's still listening to me.
1: There's nothing wrong with being the visionary. Yeah. That, that's so, a role to
0: play. Anyway. Because
1: you have good ideas.
0: Yeah. That what are able we're to be... What to do... Is we are planning to make our own <coughs> Gen 3 ROM, ROM hack. Uh I'm gonna be honest, the story is still basically unknown. And then until... we have no idea
1: what we're doing with that yet.
0: But we were thinking of something around like draft leagues specifically. Um because I just realized that... that we're making it in. Um and we're gonna be making a brand new map. Uh we're gonna be doing sixteen gems. We're going to be doing, uh, we're, we've added new custom Megas. We modified some of the current Megas to make them actually relevant and not just dog shit. So, for example, Mega Bomb of Snow, I believe, has Thick Fat in the new version. We keep it Thick Fat? I think we did. I, kept, I
1: thought we ended up just keeping Snow Warning on it.
0: Uh, Pokemon Day, though. Let's look. I mean, Thick
1: Fat is fun. But, <laughs>
0: uh thick fat thick fat damn i go bomb of snow with thick fat with a huge buff stat line which do you see those that defends in special defense
1: if the dog would stop lagging. <laughs> uh Yeah, that's a the whole. That's actually a, I I really like that stat line.
0: Honestly, I'm go, I'm gonna keep point. it real here. I would rather see a little bit less defense and more an attack, just for the sake of being able to actually kill it.
1: <laughs> but that that's just me. I mean. That's, that's fair. Like I do if, really like that. I really like that
0: stat line though. If anything, honestly. like just that, it would just be switching ten and ten.
1: Yeah. No, I I get it. I I can you just revert it back real quick. Yeah, for the moment we'll we'll keep it where it is. Though.
0: Anyway, because I think because I think Jake
1: was the one who made that one.
0: Yeah. And... So we're gonna be we buffed a bunch of Pokemon. We made Mega Forms. We um we're gonna be adjusting item prices, encounters. We're making our whole gym leader customs, custom gym leaders, custom E four, custom champion. 16 badges. Um, we're going to do like a first half, second half game. Honestly, we're going to probably have to have a like a call this week just to um, understand what the story is going to be. But the first thing we have to do is actually get the map ready because we don't really have a map.
1: <laughs> yeah, if we're going to remake a map entirely, we don't have a map.
0: The funny thing is I actually um, printed off the Hoenn map. And I literally wrote in notes yeah. of where we could expand it because mm-hmm. the map in Hoenn, if you just print if you just look at the map itself,
1: mm-hmm. without
0: routes, without anything, there is so much forest in the middle between uh Mauville, Verdanturf Slateport, Rustboro, Odale, all that area. Mm-hmm. There is a mm-hmm. massive forest. Uh, up near Fortree to the left of it and to the right of it. I know there's the Safari zone to the right of it. But you could still make something that connects, like, over there in that general area to a town or to a little area. Um, Right. There is just so much that Hoenn has that is just blank. And I'm not bitching about Nintendo because they are one of my favorite companies of all time. Probably my favorite company of all time. Uh, But you could have easily made this map a little bit more... And had a little bit more, had some more towns added just added. Right, more. but
1: they didn't they didn't need it. In the in the base game, they're no, not trying they to do They didn't speed need speed it, it, but too, at but... the same time
0: they totally cut off. Because in the anime they have so many extra side towns. I'm like, where the fuck is this town? Where the, the fuck? fuck is it? How the fuck did you fit this in here? Like logistically this doesn't make any sense, but okay. Like, Alright, if you say so. Um anyway, so the ROM is just gonna be really fun. Uh, like hell, we made a Mega Rhyperior with Bulletproof, and it's Dragon Rock type. Although the Dragon yeah. Rock type might not.
1: I'm I'm pretty. I'm, I'm I like the the Mega Rhyperior I did. I like the Young Mega even more, honestly.
0: I didn't see his Young Mega. So, uh, his Mega Young Mega went from a Bug Flying to a Bug Dark type with Stakeouts, and Stakeout is if an opponent switches, you do more damage.
1: It yeah, double power if.
0: Oh okay. Um, and buffs to its defense, special attack, special defense, and speed for a total of six fifteen base um base speed. Mm-hmm. Um honestly, I actually really like that. I am a I personal just really like fan a What? I just really
1: like bug dark as a typing. Like really.
0: mm. personal fan of the Mega Lunatone and Mega Soul Rock that I personally made. Um so, I decided that because Lunatone and Solrock were very, very similar to and should have been Sogalea, Lunala, like respective, instead of just being forgotten in Gen 7, um, mm-hmm. I made Lunatone Rock Ghost type in respect for Lunala and gave it its signature ability, Shadow Shield, also a huge buff to its stats. And then I made Solrock or Mega Solrock a Rock Fire type more so for the Sun purpose, but I could have. Easily done, um, rock si- uh, rock steel instead of rock psychic, and I gave it prism armor, the signature ability from Sogaleo, and gave it a huge, yeah, stat that's Necrozma,
1: well. but I, I get what you're going for. It fits, it fits better thematically. <laughs>
0: um, is this Necrozma?
1: Prism armor is Necrozma, yeah,
0: okay, yeah. Um, it still works, I like it, yeah, like... honestly, I think that the thing is that they both have decent HP but Lunatone's more uh, defensive, defensively focused and gonna utilize Shadow Shield a lot more um, while Solrock is more heavy on the offensive, especially the physical side um, and they only have 560 base total stats but I really think that they are gonna be like easy contenders for kind of some stupid megas in the game and oh, yeah
1: no, I I, I really like the, I really like the styling because I think I don't, I don't remember. I think it was whoever did the styling. I, I did think the it stat me. line. I think. Actually, no, I did the stat line.
0: Yeah, you made it. Well, you, you did um... the typing
1: and the ability, but I think I I think I did the mega stat line. Either way, regardless, yeah. it's cool. It's sick.
0: <laughs> and I love the fact that, like, Lunatone is slower, but incredibly bulky, and you're not going to be able to even go close to one shotting this thing. Like, I don't even think a Mega think effect, super effective move would do even, like, half without Shadow Shield. I would have to test that specifically. But, yeah, it it looks stupid. Um, I think Mega Aggron is also stupid. And also another little shout-out is Mega Cacturn, being a a grass ghost type because it's based around a jack-o'-lantern slash scarecrow and I was like fuck it we gotta make something of like a spooky kind of thing Uh, I gave it wandering spirit which is runerigus's uh, signature ability and gave it a shit ton of attack a solid amount of defense a little more special attack a little more special defense and a little bit more speed and 575 base stat across the board with grass ghost i really like grass ghost as a typing um grass ghost is fun. grass mm-hmm. ghost is bramblecast um oh Goregeist. Um, Goregeist Travendee. and so yeah Goregeist itself um it's weak to flying it's neutral to bug because of the ghost um yeah fire ice dark yep. ghost mm-hmm. it has weaknesses but grass and ghost as a combo is actually quite nice for hitting quite a few different like walls and i think it's going to be more of a wall breaker than anything else and plus with a nice 90 hp and 120 defense um i just think that it's going to be able to tank a few hits despite mm. having quite a few weaknesses and also for all the pokemon people the non pokemon people out there i'm sorry we're just nerding out yeah. a little bit <laughs>
1: You have to deal with our (laughs) Our Pokemon talk. That's okay.
0: This all started because um, one of our friends, Jake, uh, shout out to him. He basically said, what about creating a game where we are in the game? And I'm like, I'm sold. I'm making this idea. And I started the idea, and then Roush came in and was like, okay, we can make this a lot faster and have a lot more shit in it. And I said, hey, we were all
1: selectively like, yes, <laughs> yes,
0: please. Um, so yeah, uh, this is going to be really fun. We're going to have 400 Pokemon in the game itself. Uh, we currently have 361 if you don't include the Megas. We are really, really close to having everything. And then once we get the Pokemon, we're going to get the region down. That's our next goal, and after that we'll try to figure out the story also uh for the evil team meme evil team won out of the vote that we made and i'm actually really happy about that because i can just get the fuck (laughs) around with the text
1: yeah characters
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) all right so um oh and for audio listeners that know that we're doing like our 2022 re-listens i officially finished my top 30 list and i shared it with parker I'm not sharing it with the crowd yet. Eventually, I will share it with you once we're actually both done. <laughs> but I yeah. have Parker hold on to it until his, um, until he's ready to present to everybody. Because I don't want to be spoiled yet. I was just impatient as shit. So,
1: yeah. Well, you had your slideshow and
0: everything. It's like, yeah, it was. I am nowhere
1: near. I am nowhere close to being done yet. How? I did get...
0: What? How surprised were you with the mine?
1: There were um I wasn't super surprised. Um yeah. the biggest the Yeah. Year what was it? 23.
0: Oh, 23.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that, that one. Yeah. Was the Well, actually no, that's a lie. You're um 15. 15.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fifteen's the complete oddball and 23. Yeah. go with that. I was very surprised with those myself, so. So we have a few albums and um I'm going to be honest Parker and I are going to argue for a while but Maybe. let's just start Maybe. off Maybe. with um let's start off with two that we're probably going to be in general agreement with
1: rough agreement yes <laughs> yes
0: so let's we're going to first or so we're transitioning from Pokemon we're going to transition into album talk now which yes. I did finally catch up on all my album reviews from the last two months. May have forgotten to update those for the last, you know, all of March, <laughs> all of April. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, let's talk about, we're, we're going to jump down one, uh, Brand of Sacrifice and their new EP Between Death and Dreams. Uh, this EP has four tracks. And I believe it's about 16 minutes. And it is the follow-up to 2021's Lifeblood, a Lifeblood LP, which was their second uh, album ever. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, you and I both agree that this is pretty good, pretty solid.
1: Yeah, it's good. I um, I tend to ran into the ran into the issues of, you know, it's it's. It's deathcore, <laughs> and <laughs> un- unfortunately, there doesn't tend to be a ton of variation across bands in terms of that sound. But they do it perfectly well. It's it's it fucking smacks you,
0: mm-hmm. smacks
1: you around. Um, you know, ever it's produced well, screams are good. I don't I don't really have any complaints aside from the fact that it it's you know it it blends together a little bit. It doesn't really do anything that innovative
0: well i disagree on the innovative part i think that like they are slowly trying to bend the genre between deathcore and metalcore because uh specifically on like exodus with a clean vocal chorus into some of the most disgusting sounds that uh that brandon sacrifice can make in a song Mm -hmm. and then continue those into more songs um yeah. I really think that they are trying to bend that genre of deathcore and metalcore and one of the biggest things is that earlier this year there was an album that released uh from of sulfur uh it was a deathcore album very Lorna esque but it featured a a significant amount of clean vocals and I had an absolute blast with that because of the fact that the clean vocals were such a like a refreshing part of Deathcore itself because as you said, it can become samey, samey sounding and I completely agree that Deathcore can get that way Um, every genre can at some point but the clean vocals really kind of spiced it up a little bit Mm -hmm. and for me at least, I I had an absolute blast with this, I think this is currently my favorite EP of the year uh, uh, Heaven's yeah. Gate Heaven's Gate was close
1: Oh yeah 8. Heaven's, yeah, Heaven's Gate is close but this is tough
0: um, Yeah honestly Blinded is very solid but it leads into two of Brand of Sacrifice's best songs or best songs um, Exodus and Dynasty and then between the Between Death and Dreams was really interesting and kind of unique more so than the other three and trying to like experiment with the sound itself and Mm -hmm. so i i mean i just had a really good time with it it was my second favorite listen of the week and this is easily all four songs are going into my playlist and are just going to be put on shuffle and i'm probably going to forget that this was an ep because i'm just going to keep thinking that there's an album coming out and i'll be disappointed the entire time like all Because, honestly, if this had been an album in entirety, I definitely would have been, like, easy top 20, top 30 contender. I don't think top 10, but it could have pushed it a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, so on first listen, I had a good time with it. I know that you aren't the biggest fan of Deathcore, but I'm glad that, like, this at least resonated with you a little bit more than other Deathcore earlier this year.
1: Yeah, it's not suicide silence
0: (laughs) yes that I I had to put my report I had to put my review for that and I was basically just like there is a specific genre of deathcore that's just raw unfiltered insane deathcore that yeah as a single or as a small EP works really well Mm -hmm. but after the fifth song you start to sound the exact same and that is like the true definition of okay you're really starting to sound the same this is like getting kind of boring and I'm falling asleep here listening to fucking deathcore (laughs) (laughs) Um, let's talk about another album that you and I are generally in agreement I'm a little bit higher on it than you we're going to talk about Enter Shikari and their album Mm -hmm. A Kiss for the New World this is the follow up to I believe 2020 twenty twenty nothing is true and everything is possible uh this was a that was a very well received album and this is twelve songs with and it's roughly thirty four minutes so Parker I think you and I just kind of quietly agreed that this is not our general genre
1: no it's
0: i I, I guess uh,
1: alternative rock is probably the the what the way to put it. Um I yeah, I don't even I don't know what this is to me. I don't I,
0: yes, I don't even know if I you really
1: like it either. Like I I was thinking to myself, like, is is this something that I just don't get? And I was like, I'm not sure even if I got it. I would like it. <laughs> Honestly. Um Like, it's, I don't know, it's nothing, it feels like it's trying to be more interesting than it is, but it it doesn't really have anything that grabs your attention, somehow. I don't know. I don't really, I don't, I found it both weird and boring.
0: (laughs) Did you have any songs that you clicked like on, or clicked like on? No. Okay, I had three personally. I had "Please Set Me on Fire," "Bloodshot," or um, "Jailbreak," and "Goldfish." Um, I will
1: I, I will say real quick is that I don't typically I have to really like a song on first listen. Yeah. Give it a like on first listen. I um considering I that don't... I
0: didn't like a few of the songs, like excessively, even like enjoyed them a little bit. Yeah. For example, uh, leap into the lightning and feed your soul combo. I did not like that whatsoever. Right. So I was trying to find like little twigs I could pull at and yeah, um, or little strings I could pull at and say like, okay, I actually did enjoy this. And to be honest, I also listened to the first three songs six different times over the weekends, trying to start and then getting interrupted. Um, so if you haven't already heard, I basically live at home where I'm gonna get interrupted all the time. Uh, I tried to listen to the first to this album six times over the weekend. Well, wow. I didn't get to it till this morning on the ride to work. Mm-hmm. I listened to Please Set Me on Fire six times. <laughs> I now like that song because I've listened to it so much. Mm-hmm. So after listening to it enough, I probably would love this album. Um so for me, this is a six point four. For Parker, this is a five point four. The biggest thing for me was that the electronic aspects were some of my biggest issue with this album there were moments when they were interesting and they made it actually kind of cool but then you Mm remembered that every other song also had those electronic like edm style beats and sounds and it really kind of took away of like little hints of like edm or little bits of jazz or like if you think of like dream lake little bits of saxophone mm-hmm. in there or imminence. little bits of violin in there. Um, there are a few songs that were quite good and I really enjoyed them. But as a whole, I really wasn't a fan of this like alternative electric, electronic rock is what I guess we're calling yeah. it. My expectations, honestly, were also a bit high because I see stay of the Scene talking about them all the time. It's like one of their favorite bands. I see other people on Twitter talking about Enter Shikari, and I'm like, okay, this band's got to be good. Like, there, there's got to be a reason why they're so. There's so much talk about this band, and why Mm -hmm. they like actually get. I think get a lot of tickets sold for places. But I think I think this album's okay. It just. I really don't feel the need or desire to go back to this except for re-listening purposes. And that's really going to hold back my ranking of this. Like, as an overall experience, it was very cohesive. It was very, like, put together, and it sounds as if it's from the same album. It's not, like, little bits here and there that sound like they could be from another album or another era or, like, a little, like, best of like album or something but like it's very cohesive but I don't want to go back to it as much I do it for the podcast sometimes and that's my biggest issue with this
1: yeah I none of the songs here really made me want to give a shit about them (laughs) (laughs) to put it like to to put it I, like I don't their know. Their
0: older like, material they, they, is heavy, like actual metal heavy. Their older material is metal heavy.
1: Like I don't, I don't know. It, it's there were sections of this where I was like, "This is an EDM song." Yeah, that's not obvious. That's actually obviously not an issue. We will actually review an EDM record later this episode. Um, but it, it's I don't know. It just doesn't. It. What am I trying to say? It doesn't feel like it 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 all just feels kind of there, and I don't really it doesn't make me want to go back to it like
0: yeah
1: it's like it it i don't know it's it feels concerning that it it feels like an album that's that has all sort that feels like it has all sorts of bells and whistles and all that it just feels boring
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I'm yeah. Not what you want, obviously.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think this is gonna grow on me that much.
1: No, I don't think it will either for me.
0: Yeah, for you, waste based, ha- based on how you talk about it, you're not gonna it's not gonna grow on you. It would no. rather grow on me than you. Um, if
1: anything it might grow off, depending on how read lessons go, honestly. Yeah.
0: So yeah, um that was Enderchikari. Uh, the next one we have that I talked about a little bit last week and I revisited it again today uh, is As Everything Unfolds and their album Ultraviolet. Uh, this is. is um, second album? Something 12 like that? tracks. I want to say 12. Uh, 11 tracks. How uh, you- It is 36 minutes long. It's the follow up to Within Each Lies, Each Lies the Other. Which was also eleven songs and forty minutes, so it's four minutes shorter. And as I expected, you don't care for this. I
1: really don't give a shit about anything here. <laughs> um, the I don't know this. It just feels. It it kind of feels to me like. A. A bit of. And it just it feels like overblown post hardcore, and that's not really something that tends to sit very well with me. And it, it as I expected, it doesn't really hear either. I, I'm not gonna say I dislike it. I gave it a five point eight. Um,
0: it just I guess isn't I guess your style.
1: It, it's not my thing. Um, yep. I don't really. I don't feel like this brings anything really all that interesting to the table. Um, there were times where I thought the vocals were honestly really annoying on this too. Um, I'll give you that. I think it was, it, um, was it slow? Yeah. I was like, I think it's It's slow down. down. was like excessively. Um, I'll
0: I'll be completely honest here. Even though I love this album, Mm -hmm. the slowdown itself took, Four listens for me to really enjoy Slow Down itself like as part part of the album it fit but the song Mm -hmm. itself I was like okay coming off of the high of Felt Like Home this felt very much like okay okay I don't like this track but then as I started to listen to it more I'm like okay I actually do like the song yeah okay this is good
1: this was a single too actually Slow Down was a single yeah and I, I if I had heard that as a single, I don't know if I would have been Yeah. I would have been all that happy with that. Um
0: Well I completely disagree with you on a lot I, of those. Oh I did. <laughs> so this is currently my favorite album of the year. Uh, I don't think that's gonna stay like that in terms of like its ranking. So right now it's at nine point two for me. Um by technicality it beats out Invent Animate by point one. Uh, I will say that in my re-listens, Invent Anime is roughly about the same. So currently, I'm just on a high of As Everything Unfolds. And I really had an absolute blast with this. uh, Unironically, I got chills on Felt Like Home. I really enjoyed the chorus of that. I had a blast with that song. Um, I felt that, honestly, it just flowed really well. The title track Ultraviolet being the first song really showed what the album was going to be like. And the artwork and the purple that they chose for it is so nice and so beautiful. Like, just go on Spotify, just look up the album and just see how beautiful that purple is. It's really nice. I will, um, I will
1: give it that it has a good cover art. I will yeah. give it
0: that. Um, Ultraviolet Felt Like Home. Slowdown Now is a lot better for me. At first, I wasn't the biggest fan of it, but I've come to I've come around to it a lot more. Um, Blossom, I really enjoy. Uh, Infrared is a really nice interlude. I don't mind interludes depending on what they are. If they fuck with my ears, you can burn in hell, and you should just never make an interlude again. <laughs> uh, Flipside is a really nice heavy track that really transitions from the. Very light blossom into the very heavy flip side. So this is a very nice like switch or flip. <laughs> That's probably what they <laughs> were going for. Um, and honestly, I really love like the, just like the closing tracks of like Rose Bouquet's "Daylight" and "All I've Ever Known." And I I am just a really big fan of post hardcore, and this reminds me a lot of like Future Palace from last year. That
1: was that was my first thought too. I was yes, like, this exa- seems. Like- I'm going to be honest, this felt like kind of watered down Future Palace to me.
0: Like... Yeah. Um, The the funny thing is, when I listened to it, I was like, so this is what European heart, post-hardcore sounds like. Alright. Mm-hmm. So we've got European post-hardcore in general. And I really love how raw they get sometimes. And some of the delivery is very similar to Holding Absence, which is one of their influences. And I can completely see that with some of the lines that they do. Or with some of the lines they say they sing, and it it just it connected for me. It worked for me. It's one of those post hardcore albums that's probably going to stick around for quite a bit of time. And I'm hoping that unlike Future Pals, actually sticks around and really keeps resonating with me more and more. I want to go back to Future Pals. I probably still enjoy it, but it wasn't a top thirty album. That's one spoil I'll do. It just kind of missed that mark by a few points. And I still really enjoyed it. It just didn't stick around and be like that album that I want to go back to all the time. And that was my issue with it. Yeah. So not that like musically I really enjoyed it, but how much did I want to go back to it? Not that much. Um. So yeah, that this is currently my album of the year. I don't think anything tops uh, Parker's Invent Anime anytime soon. Yeah. <laughs> Currents and Color Decay next week. But we'll talk about that in a little bit. We'll, we'll get there. Uh I, I do wanna note it since the beginning of April Hold on since the end of March you've not had an album at an eight. <laughs> I haven't, and that's kind of
1: concerning. <laughs>
0: Actually, no, not since Invent Animate has come out. Oh my lord, you're on a dry streak, my dear. Literally
1: <laughs> the the It was literally Invent Animate and Periphery. Yes. Actually, Periphery uh,
0: was honestly. I could see both of us growing on that. One,
1: two, three, four, five, six, seven. I have rated seven projects of an eight or higher for this year.
0: I have too many. You have
1: so many eights.
0: Hang on, let's see. One, two, three, four. uh, The funny thing is that
1: your average initial your your initial your initial average score is actually not all that much higher than mine is.
0: 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 16, 16
1: with EPs, 15, 14, 13, 12, okay, 12 without EPs, 16 with EPs. Of course, he's also listened to probably like 15 less projects than I have.
0: Yes. I have forty remaining, you have twenty remaining. So that's the difference. Oh, 20.
1: I forgot we had that counter. Yeah, twenty. <laughs>
0: um, so yeah, it the thing is that I consider eight to be like, yeah, this is solid. I'll listen to this again. Versus seven. Yeah, which I'm like, okay, this is I'm not that interested in going back to it. Maybe I am a little bit, but not as much.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, see that's that's where we differ. We have very different scales on that. Because eight is where I'm like, okay, this is really good. And seven is like, as I'm, you know, I'm. The, this is good.
0: Like, yeah, eight for me is like, yeah, this is good. Uh, I think of like, uh, uh, what's it called? Like, Fallout Boy. Fallout Boy. Mm-hmm. I had just had a solid time with it, and mm-hmm. I am excited to go back to the re-listen. Versus, uh, right. another example of a seven, like Story of the Year, Tear Me to Pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a yeah. seven point seven. It's still good. I'm just not as excited for it because it falls into the same pop punk area as Fall Boy. Um, It's not as exciting as Periphery would be to go back to because... uh, Also, if you didn't hear me, I genuinely think that Periphery is going to grow on both of us.
1: Oh, I I think it will too.
0: Because here's the thing is that like I talked about this with, with Darko... Every time I went back to Darker U.S.'s um, album from last year, Oni, I found something new that was interesting, or my focus was on something else, and I really just kept, it just kept growing on me. And Mm -hmm. I will note that in the 2022 redone times five album rankings, but (laughs) with Periphery, we have 70 minutes of things to go through. (laughs) Yeah. And even if you split it up or you go song by song, mm-hmm. you're gonna find something new that you enjoy or hate or don't like as much because the thing is I don't remember what it sounds like at all. <laughs> like I remember some of it right but it's gonna be a whole new experience and it's probably gonna jump knowing me mm-hmm. um anyway.
1: I'm kind of glad you pointed out that I haven't had anything above an eight, though, because I have been feeling like we're like, wow, I really just want to like love something at this point. <laughs>
0: yeah, you you need something. I've ha- I've been like a- up down up down because like just a couple weeks ago or the week after Invit Animate, I had some nice high scores with a low yeah. 1.8 in there.
1: Right, you you had four albums. that You were like, yeah, this is great. Like
0: the week after, I had nothing nowhere, which was good, and I'm enjoy I would enjoy the re listen. Very Mm -hmm. tomorrow was like okay, this is solid. attack, attack. Yeah, okay. And then the ongoing concept in Dead Lakes in the same week. Like, it's very much a mixed bag for me. You were very much like okay, this is just kind of like a mid week. Yeah. The week after that, I had. Wednesday. I mean, the week.
1: (laughs) Basically, since Invent Animate, it's been like yeah, this has all been kind of yeah, like mid to good.
0: (laughs) For me, it's been like good to meh yeah um anyway let's jump into an album that i am not a fan of because as usual it sounds like noise to me and i don't care for it uh, yeah. okay on, on the same spectrum of the super heavy um so i love deathcore uh parker as we have found out over time loves hardcore
1: I i do like hardcore
0: um and so we are going to be reviewing from joy's album from joy now parker is titled what did we talk about last week? We talked about Radiohead last week, right? Hmm. Radiohead was a mind fuck of a listen. <laughs> uh, Deftones was a bit less of a mind fuck, and I can understand the appreciate and appreciate why it's good. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what I listened to for 26 minutes and 18 seconds from From Joy. Mm-hmm. The only thing that made any sort of resonance with me was docility featuring peeling flesh, which made the most grindcore heavy-esque sounds I could ever imagine. And honestly, that was like insanely nasty, and I loved it. That was mm-hmm. it. Everything else was this confusing pile of weirdness that mm-hmm. I can't get by and I don't I I can't understand it. I I as you were saying with post-artcore, you don't it's not your genre. This is not yep. my genre. But this one is just your, a fucking genre. like this is an absolute mind fuck. I, I can't do it. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I of anything this week, I'm I'm not surprised that you're not a, a fan of this one. This one, I I thought, I, I thought took some of, the, like, the best parts of, like, Jesus Peace's album and combined it with some, like, really weird shit.
0: <laughs> and honestly, I would take and, Jesus Peace over it. this. I it a bit. It's not,
1: it's not like, oh, this is fucking great. This is incredible. Uh, but it's like, it, this is definitely something I, I'm interested in returning to at some point. Um. Like the, the start, I mean, the first track, um, uh, uh Excella, it, it starts off with like this, you know, kind of some of like a more standard hardcore rip, but it has like some really odd sounding, but like I like them type of drums, and it's just that, that like a weird drum pattern to it. And that that's the type of stuff that kinda of goes throughout this whole record is that you have some of your more standard like hardcore beat down like smack you in the face type of riffs. But it, it's combined with like it's got some clean section it's got some like clean sections to it, it's got like some calm, like I, got, I like, will I will say like,
0: some of the Some of the like changes were mm-hmm. very nice to the ears and I just wasn't yeah. listening to noise. Mm-hmm. The big, The biggest thing with Jesus' piece from last week was that, or the week week before, whatever, yeah, it was very much a lot of noise. And after the first four or five tracks, it very much was like, okay, this is the same thing over and over. And I just couldn't get by it. Um, right. So I will say I appreciate that from Joy. Changed it up enough to where it was unique enough to where I'm going to remember this thing all year long. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like a hundred GEX or yeah. a little bit of darknet, which darknet was just a fucking I don't know what the fuck I was listening to there. <laughs> anyway, continue. I'm sorry. Yeah, I no, So
1: the, yeah, I feel like, I feel like from from joy has done a good job of taking like taking some of your more standard hardcore, um, some of your more standard hardcore sticks, and and say, like not necessarily getting rid of them but more spicing it up with a, a wider variety of sounds. And I, I think it, you know, that sounds like something that can go very wrong, um, but I, I think they did a good job of it here. I, I So th- this is something I'm looking forward to. This is actually my highest score of the week, <laughs> you know. That's um, just,
0: that's weird, man. <laughs>
1: so, uh, Yeah, it's good. I enjoy it. I'm, I'm marking this one down as one that might, I, I could definitely, when I'm able to give it a more focused listen, um i could definitely see growing on me so
0: yeah um i don't i see this one growing at best like a point and a half right i don't
1: this isn't gonna be be anywhere near your your lists
0: (laughs) if this ends up in my top 30 i'll eat a fucking sock like i'm gonna
1: hold you to that i hope you know (laughs) please do i don't care um the odds are like almost zero, but I'll hold you to that.
0: It's like a one percent chance at this point. Um, but honestly, my personal like values would be like, you will not include this. This is not what you want to include in your final. Um, I just remembered, um, there was an album oh. announcement I completely forgot that um, <laughs> Guy announced uh, it was I think it was Slar to prevail there's gonna be an album later this year late yeah, fall oh. or like late summer early fall mm-hmm. so I'm just gonna tell you right now from the last record it was already an easy top 10 it's gonna this, slap uh what
1: it's gonna slap it's just gonna it's slap
0: it's gonna slap and honestly, I cannot wait for SAR to Prevail." Um, I'm really happy that they are now in the U.S. instead of Russia, so they can make that's whatever funny. music they want to.
1: Yeah, that's the, yeah. Especially considering what's what's going on over there, you don't want yeah. the. You, considering the subject matter of what it sounds like for a lot of their songs, so you don't want them to be over yes. there.
0: Um, I, sorry for the random interruption. Of I just remembered that completely. I, oh, I'm great. just very excited for that. Um, yeah. Also, Parker oh, just right. messaged me. Uh, he pins the exact quote. Yep. Wait, what did you say? If it I, goes... I, I Yeah. So now I, I kind of want to pick a fight with you. I'm going to be honest. You're going to pick a fight with me. So I'm gonna pick a fight with you.
1: That's I. I honestly I wasn't expecting you to like this as much as you did. I'm <laughs> not you're complaining. Just a little
0: bitch that complains.
1: Well, yeah, because I'm picky. <laughs> I mean,
0: it's a shame. Okay, mm. we're gonna be talking about Elenium and his self-titled album, which is not his first album, it's uh quite a yeah, few. Or um, four, no fourth, fifth, fifth. Ashes, awake, ascend, fallen embers, Elenium. Yep. Uh this is his fifth studio album. This is sixteen songs and fifty-seven minutes long. This is EDM slash house slash chilly dm i would call it too um it has features from let me get the list ready teddy swims
1: literally the entire track
0: list max skylar gray who uh if you didn't know did glorious from macklemore um if i remember why do i think um she did Love the Way You Lie Part 3. I don't know why. Maybe collab with Eminem?
1: Last one, Standing, from the Venom movie.
0: Oh, that's it. O.O.G., Mozzie,
1: and
0: um, Eminem. Hold on, I'm trying to you think. Of...
1: Black Magic.
0: Is it Love the Way You Lie? Is that the...
1: Love the Way You Lie is the most recent single.
0: With Rihanna. Okay.
1: Oh, anyway.
0: there's a one. Oh, that's part three that I was looking at. Part yeah, I don't three. know what that is. Um, Anyway, Anyways, point uh, is. Skylar Gray, JX, DN, Jaden, I don't know who, Avril Levine, and Travis Barker, Spirit Box, Wooly, and Grabitz, uh American Teeth, Said the Sky, and Vera Blue, Jake, All Time Low, Motionless, and White, and Nina Nesbitt. Yeah, so there's a lot of features. This is just an EDM artist who doesn't sing in his own song, so he gets people to sing for him. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: You are just a little picky bitch because this thing is such a chill fucking vibe.
1: Well, I, I will. I'll let you go first because I have a whole I have a whole rant that I want to go on. So oh, I'm I'll okay. let you start. So
0: I had a good time with this. Uh, not, everything with N- not everything stuck with me. That's a good thing. Not everything stuck with me but i gave this a 7.8 because honestly i just had an overall solid time with this um i think that the opening track starfall eh, it's whatever it's there all that really matters is really good worst day just kind of got boring after a while but then from the ashes was absolutely incredible life into lifeline which is really good eyes wide shut was spectacular and into shivering ...featuring Courtney LaPlante from Spiritbox... ...both screaming and singing... ...and it's beautiful and it's gorgeous... Um, ...just like uh, Courtney is... ...and uh, you were right... ...Insanity were just kind of there... ...Insanity a little bit better... ...but it was more a pop-punk EDM thing... Uh, ...Drown... ...I went to the actual official video... ...from Millennium. ...this song is... ...from what people are saying is basically drowned by Bringing Me the Horizon.
1: It literally samples Drown.
0: Yes, and I fucking love it. I couldn't put it down, honestly. Um, Other Side uh, was really cool, too. But then you get I Want to Stay, and With All My Heart, very much I didn't like those two. Back to You, Nothing Ever After, and Love Me a Little were really nice for the last three tracks. Um, Honestly, I just had moments where I didn't enjoy it as much. And while sixteen songs, fifty-seven minutes is kind of the norm for very popular artists nowadays. I still feel that the time the time spent wasn't like that long. I was just kind of like there chilling, listening to stuff. And kind of partially paying attention, but also listening. And I was fine with it. I didn't mind the length. I didn't mind the number of songs in it. It wasn't like Keizo where it was 20 songs an hour long and you've got Banshee doing the most d- horrible <laughs> vocals I've ever heard in my entire fucking life. More than anything else. Look, I'll take Grindcore over Banshee ever again in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's saying something. Or I'll, look, I'll take I'll take uh, Soul Glow over Banshee ever again. I'll take mm-hmm. Who Gonna Beat My Ass. Who don't beat my ass? I knew he was gonna do that. Who don't beat my ass? I, I love that song it. so much. Anyway, so I just had a nice, chill vibe with this. The issue is, is that I don't search out EDM that much. But the songs with some of the metal singers, I'm going to have to put the... I'm going to have to put Eyes Wide Shut, from the Ashes, Shivering... uh nothing ever after back to you all into the, like to my main playlist. Cause I just had a really nice time with it. And just to make a backhanded com- comment to uh, Parker here, I'm mm-hmm. not as picky as him. I just enjoy my music and I just vibe with it.
1: Yeah. Uh, no, I, I will fully accept that. I can be kind of a snobby little bitch when it comes to some of the music I listen to. <laughs> um, now here I comes will the war. tell you that you don't need to tell me twice. Um, <laughs> And I'm here to say that this album sucks fucking ass compared to oh, some of his other Fuck off. Um, no, I do. I'm not saying that it sucks fucking ass is a bit of an over. it is a bit of an exaggeration. I give it a four, uh, a four and a half. I give it a four point five. I don't really like this record all that much. Um, the so I I put in a, a review on album of the year because. This was something I actually had something to say about, and one of the one of the I know I actually wrote something for once. Um, one of one of my one of my comments was it. It sounds like a paycheck. This sounds like people got paid very well to throw to just throw shit at the wall, hope it stuck, and then put it out as an album. Like throw it all within the the millennium formula, and run with it. And, like, Elenium has a formula. That's okay. It's worked pretty well for him up to this point. I like a good amounts of Ascend and Fallen Embers are the two full projects I've heard from him. Um, Ascend is actually one of my most listened to albums of all time, wow. actually. Yeah. Uh, oh,
0: so this is, like, a personal thing. Oh. This is, like, a per-
1: this This is, yeah, no, this is personal. Um because I was the one, so for for context, I was the one who was like, "Hey, I didn't realize Elenium was putting out I an album." I will
0: add these to the document. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, no,
1: because I was the I was the one who was like, "Oh, hey, Elenium is putting out an album. Like, do can we cover this?" And he was like, "I don't know who the fuck that is, but sure." <laughs> and then he ended up liking it more than I did. So, man, uh, but so. There are very few spots on this album that really stuck out to me. Um, like, very, very barren in terms of what I, I consider interesting songs. Um, The uh, Eyes Wide Shut and Shivering, I I kind of liked Shivering originally when I heard it as a single, like, eight months ago or whatever. I honestly don't really like it
0: anymore. I don't I like it. I fucking hate you. I, I <laughs> actually want to kill you right now because um, here's the thing. Anything that Courtney the plant tra- touches is beautiful. It
1: wasn't that fucking good. Fuck I thought the rock was annoying. I thought her, scre- her her screams, I don't know if it was the production on it or what, but the this, this was honestly the one song that I physically cringed at.
0: You I'm a not whole even- ass bitch
1: i am not even gonna lie you all she sounds she sounds fine, but she sounds so out of place because the production Uh, does not does not he's not able to what album
0: was the one that you said you listened to a lot Ascend. it's the
1: 2019 um the the production doesn't match what she's going for and it feels it feels weak it doesn't sound i don't think it sounds very good anymore um and I also don't think it's Courtney's best performance either
0: no, it's not but uh, it's it's she's she touched it it's good
1: i I'm not so I'm not so eager to 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 say such a thing um
0: Courtney the plant you can join the family
1: she can join the family good but um eyes wide shut, I thought was genuinely annoying. I was like this um uh, let me like, just... i i I said to myself, "This sounds like the most basically written, like, love sick pop punk song with yeah, annoying because vocals." Because
0: fucking Avril Lavigne, you right. it, but, like, it's, it's I got it right. And it—that doesn't like—I got no issue with Avril. Lavigne.
1: I still just thought she sounded bad here. <laughs> Man,
0: again, um, you a whole ass bitch.
1: Shut the fuck up. If it—if
0: it—if
1: it wasn't being annoying, I thought it was usually boring. Like there the. the what i've what i've liked about the the songs that i've liked from millennium in the past i've always been he he has a a pretty good knack for putting in like (coughs) like you know with his features putting in catchy hooks catchy choruses interesting choruses um or when it's if it's not that then at least there's usually like some synth or like a, a a drop that's able to like get me going like it's it's kind of bouncy it's got i i have a i really enjoy kind of like like those stuttery thin type of like those type of drops like there, there's usually some of that um you know what i i didn't it really get it.
0: negative talk
1: are you are you muting me bitch no i'm
0: i'm making it an
1: Oh, oh you're making it an eight you hoe Just up. to add to my number
0: good. of eights i have
1: oh i see i see and also i thought I'll you were messing you. with my score i was like don't you fucking dare
0: <laughs> no to no i here. We're going to mess. Uh, I don't
1: know about that. i are just
0: going to give him a 10, okay?
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, you're going to bump it up to an 8. That's fine. I, I, I do want to say that I'm happy that you enjoyed this record. Yeah. That's not, that's not a joke, actually. I, I am happy yeah. that, you know, you enjoy music. Yeah. That's a good thing. To um, continue
0: on that specifically, because I w- I've wanted to mention this all day, all, all night so far. Mm-hmm. Every time that one of us mentions an album, whether it's from Album of the Year, from Twitter, from Alan, from State of the Scene, from whoever. Unless it's like something that we already are interested in listening to. It is, with very few exceptions, uh, mostly one of us likes it. And the other is indifferent or doesn't like it. Yeah. If we want to go back all the way to even just February... Uh, Delane was a little bit different. A little bit of an exception. Uh, Paramore. This is one we were partially interested in ourselves, but based on recommendations from other people, I didn't like it. He liked it. Uh, Yumi at six. Oh, that was the same. Oh, my God. We actually had similar things. Uh, oh, my God. I can't find a single example in the beginning. God damn it. Uh, Acres. 8.4 versus 7.7. 7. Uh. uh
1: Zulu, Zulu, Zulu
0: uh, and Zulu. slow tie, slow tie.
1: Those oh. two, two point nine, and three point
0: five versus six point one, seven point seven. Uh, Chelsea grin, but not really the example. I'm
1: looking. I'm looking for stuff that we we got off. Like you Darknet. were like, oh,
0: hundred guess. Yeah, Darknet was
1: was kind of one. Uh, yeah, because I was looking for stuff that we were like, oh, you know. Or that, you, either you were like, Oh, State of the Scene was saying this is really good, yeah, like you know, we should give this a listen, or stuff that I was like, Hey, this the, I found this on album of the year that we should give this a listen. And some of the a lot of the stuff that I've kind of picked off is like hand as everything unfolds, listen to yet, which isn't your fault, it's uh, usually it comes after and as everything unfolds, fault. yeah, as everything unfolds is the big one, yeah, um,
0: but like. For the most part, most of the recommendations from online, not us seeing stuff that we see and are recommended, mm-hmm. it's very much one likes it, the other doesn't. And yeah. oftentimes, it's actually flip-flops. Because, mm-hmm. um, like, I enjoyed, as everything unfolds, you didn't. Um, yeah. I enjoyed Millennium. You didn't. Right. I didn't like from Joy, usually, you did The didn't. funny thing with Millennium
1: is that it's usually... You know, usually when I ever pick stuff off of Album of the Year, it's stuff that I think I'm going to like.
0: <laughs> Whenever which, you, for the you most part, it, at it at has been somewhat correct. Even uh, Wednesday, yeah. Rats on God, I gave a 4, you gave a 6.2. You still liked it more than I did.
1: Yeah. Like, um, and, and, you know, like stuff off of... I, I just keep, I keep using State of the Scene as an example. Yeah. Because you, no, because I you use know, it all the time. more consistently than I do. You, um, you're more willing to snag, snag recommendations from them like i found a lot of the, a lot of the stuff they really like i don't tend to like very well
0: <laughs> yeah
1: it, at least as much as they do if um, you
0: want to go by 2022 like even just that itself um a lot of the you recommendations in
1: blastlands from state of the scene no i didn't actually. i think i picked well cuz it was on their list for the, the year end list not like I... Top. I think it was in their considerations
0: no, it was, um, I thought it was uh, Bogdan, uh, HXC on YouTube. He was doing, like, talks about, like, stuff in his, like, for, like, final reviews, and that was one of his, that he was like, I'm just having a good time with this. Or it may have been Wind Waker, I don't know. I but... think it was Wind Waker, because
1: Glasslands, I'm pretty sure I specifically remember being like...
0: Because there was one
1: point where you said, oh, you know, just scroll down the list and see if there's anything that interests you. And I picked out Glasslands and Greyhaven, and they were right next to each other. And Greyhaven I fucking loved. And Glasslands we both hated.
0: (laughs) Yes. I don't even remember what Glasslands sound like. I hope I will never. Um, But, like, even, like, Pup the Bands, which is a state of the scene recommendation, I had a good time with and almost made my top 30. Um, Mm. Spoiler. And Parker didn't like it at all.
1: I really don't like it.
0: Um, Honestly. there's very few ex- uh, like recommendations that like we get that like we both just agree on. Um, yeah, I think that like <sighs> I'm trying to think of an example Palo Royale.
1: Pal Royale, Pal one,
0: uh, um, bloody I, Wonder Years, YouTube. Wonder Years, Wonder Years,
1: um, um.
0: Anyway, the point is, is that
1: standard lantern. Well, I still liked that. You liked that pretty uh, a good bit Which more than I did them. Standard lantern. Oh,
0: standard so lantern. Like, I fucking love them.
1: Yeah, no, but I'm just saying, like, I liked that a lot, a good bit less than you did. I'm still pretty yes. positive about it, though. I will say that.
0: Yeah, but like, um, for the most part. Oh, Thornhill's one.
1: Thornhill actually is is one at this point.
0: Yeah, Thornhill and uh, so Thornhill and Banks Arcade. So Thornhill, I haven't gone back to as much. I would love to go back to them. Mm-hmm. I just haven't felt the mood for it. Um, I'm probably going to visit them over the summer. And the biggest thing about it is that for me, it just doesn't resonate with me. For Parker, it yeah. resonates with him a lot. Um, it resonates more.
1: I'm not going to say it's like yeah. an incredible album, but I, I, I do And like Banks it
0: Arcade, it's still bouncy at times and still good, just not my favorite thing in the world and parker i think enjoys it quite a bit
1: oh yeah no i the banks arcade it's going to be in the list i i can guarantee you that
0: um so the point Uh, is that for the most part recommendations from other websites that are not just our own spotify from our release radar basically the ai suggestions uh they usually are just a coin flip on who's gonna like it and who's gonna hate it yeah but the you genre-wise, else, depending on
1: what genre it is, you can use. Yes. Like,
0: and even not. if it's hardcore, unless it's knocked loose, Parker will love it. Yeah, but I probably other I have like knocked loose, loose. I probably um, would like. But like, what I'm saying is that like, other other than knocked loose, I will not right. enjoy hardcore. Yeah. Uh, it, for deathcore, unless it's Shadow of Intent, or Darko, or Darko. Um,
1: unless there, it's are those, bands that, there are deathcore bands that I like. It's just a lot of deathcore I feel like is pretty Yeah. Pretty uninteresting And un, and for un- like Indie un- rock. Indistinguishable from each other.
0: And for indie rock, unless it's Pool Kids which is basically indie rock pop punk mm-hmm. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that is our little rants about yeah. that. I'm going to continue uh, my rants. It's a good one. album. Fuck you. Um no, I I have more to say about Elenium. Oh, um,
1: the w- one thing I wanted to bring up was they somehow managed to make Chris sound boring, like Chris from Motionless and White. Man,
0: you're they somehow so managed to make
1: him sound bitch. boring.
0: Shut the fuck. Up, I, I don't know how they did it,
1: because I he, like no, Chris as a vocalist. I think he's a no, very interesting
0: vocalist. They
1: made him sound like the most no, basic ass motherfucker on, you're their, on the that on that. Basic
0: ass motherfucker for you're, hating on this. Shut the fuck up. You this um, like this album. Enjoy this.
1: Um I don't know how they did it, but they managed to, to, to make him sound boring in my eyes. Um The I the most interesting part of this album was as the drop was the drops to I'm pretty sure it was You Were Right. And the fact that I can't even tell you what song I can't definitively tell you what song those drops were on. Should say something to how interesting I thought this album was.
0: I fucking hate you.
1: I, the it's the the thing I was saying with my review was I I have managed to find multiple. Usually I've managed to find multiple tracks that I can I can I can pick something out. I can latch onto something. I can a a good chorus a, a a. catchy drop like he has very similar sounding drops a good amount of the time but usually like it, there there's enough there for me to latch on to there wasn't anything for me to latch onto here
0: mm.
1: i uh, there was there there wasn't any cool synth work there wasn't any like especially catchy chorus like i there i i don't know it it i think i it feels like it lacks a lot of... It feels like it lacks character. I don't feel anything from this.
0: I will say, this is the most you have talked about an album in quite some time. It is. And it feels really nice to actually hear you talk rather than That's just me talking. Yeah,
1: well, because uh, a lot of the... I mean, like we said, oh, I've been on a dry spell of things I actually, like, have actually. anything interesting to say about.
0: Uh, speaking of... So next week. So I'm I'm going to transition from Millennium.
1: Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty much done. I've, I've said my yeah. piece.
0: So. I said my piece so anyway, next week, we're only going to review two things. Because honestly those things are going to take up like a good half hour 45 minutes together.
1: Well, I'll, I'll find something to add in there. Let's
0: be honest. I'll <laughs> yes. I'll find something. But to be honest, do you really want to do that or do you just want to focus on those two? Well, I don't... I'm not going to... I'm,
1: I'm going to be honest. I don't, won't have enough. I don't. won't have much to say about Color Decay Deluxe. Fuck you. Not because it's going to... Not because I think it's going to be bad, but because we've already covered most of the fucking album.
0: <laughs> anyway, next week we have Currents, The Death We Seek, and Devil Wars Prada Color Decay Deluxe Edition. Currently, those are only two releases for that, but honestly, I'm going to record... Uh, I want to record next this coming Saturday... So we can just get the episode out because the week after is when Zelda Tears of the Kingdom comes out, as well as one, oh, yeah. two, three, four, five, six, That's seven albums with two of yeah. them being the same bands. Uh
1: we have four Deathcore
0: albums next week. Yeah. Jeez. So that could be bad. Here's the thing <laughs> Saturday me, right? or Sunday. We are recording and I you can't won't hear from that. me. I will say that. What
1: and I can do, I should be able to. Well, well, this was like be like two
0: weeks. Oh, right. no, you're
1: right. Yeah, so anyway, no, I we was have like, a oh,
0: lot sure. to cover on the 12th. Yeah, the 12th is a stupid day for music to be released. Like, that I might is just the record, my, might record
1: myself because he's going to be off playing Tears of the Kingdom.
0: Like... Yeah, honestly, I'm going to record and probably play Tears of the Kingdom at the same time and just say to myself, I could be playing Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, there's a Pro- uh, Prosdy Vine from years ago when Pokemon Sun and Moon came out, and mm-hmm. it's literally just him saying, I could be playing Pokemon right now. I could be playing Pokemon right now. I could be playing Pokemon right now. Playing Pokemon right now. I'm, playing Pokemon. Yeah. I'm playing Pokemon. Fuck Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it it just is so resonating to how I feel about that right now because I'm literally counting down the days. Eleven days left till I can actually play the game. Uh, I genuinely yeah. considered bringing in my Switch to my school just to be able to play it. <laughs> um, I probably would get in a lot of trouble for that, but probably. Anyway, we'll find something else next week. Probably. For now, though. We're probably going to have a lot to talk about next week, rather than this week being just an argument about Alenium actually being a good album and not and him arguing that I guess mm, it's not a good album, whatever. I can't uh, good conscious through
1: that. <laughs>
0: and as everything unfolds, being an absolutely great album and uh, Brain and Sacrifice actually being a really nice, really, really good deathcore EP. Uh, yeah, I uh, can agree with that more. And from Joy being total shit.
1: Oh,
0: I can't agree with that. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> and Shakari being of Mid.
1: Uh, we can both agree on that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh next week we will also probably have some singles that we haven't covered this week. Uh and we'll find some other news stories because we need stuff to talk about next week. So find something uh, I can continue my millennium rant.
1: You know, we can yeah. we can do that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> anyway, if you are listening on Spotify or Apple, please. Give us five stars and please share about us because we would love to be recognized outside of just Twitter. It would be great. Um, and if you are following us on Twitter, at HTSAB Podcast, uh, at Ranger Squid, and at P Houston, blah, 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 something like that. Um, all of our Twitters are always in the description. If you want to reach out to us, seriously, feel free to message us. We are available at all times. Um, we'll reply when we can. And we don't mind getting messages at all for recommendations or anything. We're usually up to date on things. We have a huge doc for that purposes. If you want to see the doc, you can see it yourself. You can be a viewer at any point. Just go to the link in the description of every episode. The link to the Google, the Google sheet is there ready to go. So you can see our rankings at any point for any album. Mm-hmm. If we've reviewed it, if we, or if we've even just rated it. Uh there are albums that I've listened to that we haven't talked about. Uh, considering that I've listened to the first four albums of Dragon Force almost exclusively all my yeah. life, uh, and all of Linkin Park, there's there's a reason why we haven't gotten to those episodes yet. <laughs> um, oh, and for any future retro weeks, which I don't think are happening for at least three to four there's weeks. Years, yeah. Um, we are planning to do a full discography of a specific artist or two in the future, rather than going back just for a few albums of theirs. And we're going to do that kind of over time, I guess. I don't know exactly what the plan is for that, but we're going to do like a full episode about that artist rather than doing one or two albums. Uh, an example of this is Sum Forty One, where we've missed three of their albums, and, and we've if kind you of been know Sum Forty One.
1: We've kind of been specifically avoiding doing Sum Forty One just because it. Yes. Like.
0: Yeah. So their first album, uh, Half Hour Power, sure, whatever, that's an album. But then All Killer No Filler, Does This Look Infected, and Chuck and Underclass Hero and Screaming Bloody Murder, in my opinion, are all absolutely important to listen to, no matter what. After mm-hmm. that the next two albums yeah whatever you can just ignore those but the first like three albums are seriously important to the pop punk the rock pop punk scene and really important Um, I'm thinking of another artist like Radiohead for example where we started kind of in the middle of the fucking world where they have albums yeah. from all the way from 1993 all the way to 2016 yeah we have a lot of stuff that we missed or I missed because I have five albums before Hail to the Thief, which was last mm-hmm. week. I hated yeah. that thing. Maybe I'll actually enjoy their first album, their second album. I, I don't want to bet on that. But anyway, hopefully, the point more. Point is, things. we're gonna do we're gonna do discography episodes in the future. We're gonna pick yeah. a few artists and just go with it. We're it's gonna going to be. A little...
1: It's going to be those more like historic artists. Those more those artists that are more like that we've, we want to listen to stuff to, but it feels, you know, it's some of some of those artists that are very foundational to what we listen to today. Like and, Deftones, I think would definitely be one of those Radiohead kind of, like, Yeah, I want to
0: like, make a list with you cool. after this. Yeah. One, I'm going to personally add in here because no matter what, it just makes sense. Uh, mm-hmm. We've already talked about two of their albums, but Linkin Park. Oh, yeah, yeah. And just doing, like, a full re-listen of the first two albums with right. all the others in order mm-hmm. yeah just because that is literally the foundation for nearly 90% of the bands that we listen to and the formula yeah. that we listen to so
1: yeah certainly some of those more more historic bands
0: yes. like so okay we're gonna get out of here follow us on socials like retweet like comment subscribe if you're watching this video somehow I ever decide to post this Um I hope you enjoyed the episode And as always, have a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, wherever in the world you are. Goodbye. Goodbye.